Hello and welcome to Two Bucks Two, Two for a Buck, Two Two's Tavern, and Two Two Talk podcast. The only two-centered podcast brought to you by Two Buck Two's, Two for a Buck, Two Two Tavern. Shopping for Two Two's? Come on down to Two Buck Two, where Two Two's are Two for a Buck and the memories are forever. All right. Joining me, as always, is professional ballet instructor Siegfried Brokov. <laughs> then across from me is the ever-composed, yet somewhat clumsy, Alexander Alexi. Hit or miss. Stop. <laughs> Then we have our esteemed choreographer, the thrice comprised but never duplicated, Vladimir Brogan. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they never and miss, as, huh? And as always, I'm Giuseppe Volshevek. And, f- <laughs> and now it's time for the only weekly ballet bulletin you need to care about. It's the Brogdon Bulletin. <laughs> Boy, that was a good one, Corey. <laughs> All right, Kai. How do you come up with the names? It's just like that's the thing that blows my mind. Is like you come up with the like crazy names. It's so good. All right, kids. Don't let the jubby rubby you the wrong way. Leave. What? I thought they'd get better. They. they I, I told. <laughs> I specifically told you that they were going to get worse. All right. That's fine. After Alex Smith's horrific injury ended his season on Sunday, the Redskins needed to find a new backup QB to sit behind Colt McCoy. So, who'd they find, guys? The only man right for the job, Mr. Buttfumble himself, Mark Sanchez. Now, every Redskins fan should pray to God that McCoy stays healthy. Please, McCoy. Well, it's not going to be November, what was it, the the, tw- the 17th? Yes, yesterday was the, the 18th. Fact, it was November 17th. Fun fact, yeah, first game that they uh, that they no, wait, play will yesterday be was the 18th. 18th yeah. Yesterday was the 18th. So, so the, f- the first game that they play will be the anniversary of the butt fumble. He'll be a backup. He won't be actually playing in the game. Man, what so wins? So we're going for the anniversary of the Theismann injury. No, do you know? Did you see how Shoot. crazy the anniversary of that actually? We'll get is? into that after the chubby. Oh, oh, we're gonna get okay. We're gonna talk about it. Okay, never mind then. I thought it was funny. We're just going from not funny, but the anniversary of the Thaisman to the anniversary of the Butt Fumble. <laughs> it's very good. We gotta go somewhere. According to the spicy rumor mill, the Jags may be looking to trade cornerback Jalen Ramsey during this offseason. The Jags organization has denied these rumors, and after the game he had on Sunday, they should be denying them. But remember that tweet he made last week? He uh, was like, "Y'all gonna miss me when I'm gone." Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but then he had a two interception game. Hmm. Yeah, but they lost though. Mm. But did they lose because of him? Who knows? Seems Nobody a little didn't strange cover to Antonio me. Antonio on that first touchdown. Oh, was it him or was it Bouye? I don't remember. I just said somebody, so I don't know. I think it was Bouye. I know Bouye was the one that got burned on the play that got them down to the two. I'm gonna talk about that after the Jubby report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In what I can now only name. The quarterback rotisserie in Tampa Bay. Uh, Jameis Winston has once again been named the starter for next week. <gasps> so, the week after, Fitzpatrick will start again. Just in time. The rotisserie will turn. The chicken must cook on all sides. This isn't a fantasy show, but Mahomes is on bye next week, and I still have Jameis Winston on my team. Oh, all right. good luck. So, the Buccaneers, I don't know why it's taken them this long to realize it, but the Buccaneers, like... Secret weapon 
is that they need to start either Jameis or Fitzpatrick and then pull them at halftime and put the other one in, and they'll actually like be good in games. What they need to do is what I think they should do is they have to just switch quarterbacks every week. You give that quarterback two weeks to prepare for the game, basically. <laughs> Oh my god! Yo, that would be amazing. Right, that's like next level stuff. We're talking about all like the revolutionary things going on in the NFL right now. That's the next thing. You just have two quarterbacks on your staff. Is that the next step? And you and you just play one of them every other week and give them two weeks to prepare. Oh god. Oh. And then if someone gets injured, you just you forfeit it's, the rest of the season. It's the Andy Reid. It'd be insoluble for Andy Reid because you're basically giving your quarterback a bye week every <laughs> week. Oh, I like it. I like that idea. That's a good idea. I like that one. During the Ravens-Bengals game on Sunday, offensive lineman Marshall Yanda, Yanda? Marshall Yanda. Yanda. I did say it right the first time. Very apparently spit on Vontaze Burfick's face after a play, starting a small scuffle. Yeah. No one no one feels bad. I don't at all. Uh, whatever. <laughs> no I ain't even mad. Bad. I ain't even mad. Fuck him. He did something to deserve it. Yeah. Uh, at least at one point, even if it wasn't that it, exact it, moment. Right. At least about yeah. three times a year, minimum. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. If if there was, like, out of all the stuff that Vontez Perfect has done, if the juju hit on him didn't... If that wasn't karma for all of them, there was, like, one thing left. And, and Marshall was like, ma'am, he never got payback for that. I'm going to spit on him. And yeah. then he did it, and they're like, okay, we're good now. There was, when we were at the Cincinnati game... Uh, there was a guy a few rows in front of us wearing a perfect jersey, and a Cincinnati fan like sitting next to me is like, "Why do people even wear that? Like, <laughs> damn, yeah, why would you wear that in public? <laughs> yeah, he's a bad man. Oh my god, bad man." In another silly in-game interaction, ex-Saints safety Malcolm Jen- Jenkins flipped off his old coach Sean Payton after the Saints went for it on fourth down and got a touchdown. Jenkins later explained why he did it, stating, "Quote." I'm a competitor. I love Sean to death. I know what type of guy and coach he is. That was more personal between me and him. Seems like to me it was probably more playful than mean-spirited, considering they were talking to each other at the sidelines after the game was over. Yeah, Sean Payton came out afterwards and said letting Malcolm Jenkins go after his rookie contract was probably the biggest mistake in his mm-hmm. coaching career so far as the Saints coordinator. Yeah, apparently, oh, wow. okay. apparently he Jenkins... Flipped them, flipped them off because like it was good and he was mad about it. <laughs> yeah, there there wasn't um, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles player, there just isn't much. Is Malcolm Jenkins like the only remaining like day one starter that the <laughs> Eagles have in their backfield? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think he's the last remaining. He's the only guy. one left. They're on like third stringers. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad it's for really them. Bad. Corey Graham still there? Corey Graham? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Okay. Maybe. I just know that because Graham's my family's surname so they have me and then what could have been me (laughs) (laughs) nice amazing despite losing on sunday chargers wide receiver keenan allen refused to give credit to the broncos who beat them 23 22 quote no i don't think they played well at all we dominated the game turnovers we gave them some points and that's what happened they suck not too many people out there get hit and then talk shit, but here we are. Well, on account of the fact that at one point in the game, the Chargers had 400 yards of offense and the Denver Broncos had 200 and the Chargers were only leading by like three. Because I think Keenan Allen's kind of got a point. like Because Keenan Allen had, or not Keenan Allen, but 
the Chargers in general had over 100 yards of penalties. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that went wrong in that game that yeah. Denver didn't necessarily outplay them the whole time. But uh, that's it for the Jubby, by the way. Man, I've never felt so dirty rooting for the Broncos before. You know what? I, I thought of something interesting. Um, and then we'll get to others. We'll do the Alex Smith thing and then the Steelers thing. So remember when we were doing our projections for the seasons and Matt did the AFC West? And he talked about how the last game of the season was the Broncos beating the Chargers to give the division to the Chiefs. I actually think you got that, like, early. <laughs> because there is absolutely, outside of the bus getting hit by lightning, which I think Tyreek would survive somehow. Hey, I don't know how. He, 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 fast. he would make it, him it, run yeah. faster. Yeah. <laughs> like, just charge him up. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think that, because I just don't, I can't foresee... A situation where the Chiefs lose more than three games. Like, so the Chargers are already at seven and three. The only two games that the Chiefs have a feasible shot of losing, a feasible shot, is tonight. We're recording this prior to the Monday night game. And then, whatever. I mean, you just because, okay, sure, it's close, whatever, maybe the Chargers game. But even then, the Chargers still have to go play Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. So, like, even if the Chargers beat you, it almost doesn't even matter. Like, the Chargers could finally get that win over the Chiefs, and the Chiefs could just be like, oh, well. Yeah, oh, we dang. Still, we're, still the, we're still a number one seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Whoop-de-doo. You're going to – the first place you're going is the Texans. Bye-bye. You're going to lose. <laughs> like, I just think it was so – like, that game means more than a lot of people are saying because, like, the Chiefs now, like, who cares – if they like, I don't want to say you, do, you don't care about winning to get the game tonight, but like, even if you lose to the Chargers, it's just like, well, oops, guess we got to play week 17 against the Raiders and score 70. Oh, no. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? No, they'll lose that game. The, the Raiders game? No. No. Watch. No. No. Watch. I think Matt, I think Matt would go into hiding. Like, oh. I think Matt would just, I don't know what he would do. What, oh, you, what you'd hope is that it's a meaningless game and everybody sits. Yeah, that's what you hope. Yes and no. But that that all springboards from. Uh, but be, no, but you, wouldn't you rather tonight? beat the Raiders with their starters and your backups? Oh, always. That's what I'm saying. Like, Anytime I can beat the Raiders. Right. Uh, but then the other thing you were saying uh, when Corey brought up the Alex Smith injury, um, or Justin brought up the Alex Smith injury, and Corey was talking about it. So okay, so the injury happened on the same day. Okay. It was the same final score. Alex Smith and Theismann both had the same yards per attempt in the game. It was the same leg. Um, what else was there? Uh, uh, Angriest was sending me tweets about it earlier. It happened on the same yard line. Oh, yeah, same yard line. And Romeo Cornell was on the sideline for both injuries. It's uh, the Lincoln and the Lincoln assassination and the other uh, Kennedy assassination. Yeah. Basically. We're living in a matrix, we, man. It's just it's just matrix, recycling. The simulation itself. is rebooting. You think you think uh, one 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 particular man on the sideline, both those injuries, is, has some voodoo magic? Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell's like, man, we go. Don't it. ever let him be on a Redskins sideline we, ever again we, we on go, November eighteenth. <laughs> we go. We gonna lose this game. And he, like that he was sprinkles the, like some salt yeah, on the field and. <laughs> Alex Smith just like his his bones just immediately in one spot his bones just become brittle 
he, he got a he took a swig of that <laughs> forehead boner juice. No, the the Thiesman bone ah! juice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was what he drank. Damn. Uh, no, that's oh man, and it's, I just the game that Thiesman's there to watch because you know he doesn't go to every Redskins home game or he whatever. He doesn't know. So like he's there and everything else that just all that entire situation. It was a bad time. I feel bad for Alex. They covered though. The Redskins covered. They did cover <laughs> somehow, which is crazy because. Like, guy. It didn't look like that was going to happen. Like, it looked like after that pick six, it looked like that game was, like, iced. Well, because the entire season was all about, man, when the Redskins don't get it. Well, to be fair, the Redskins. Well, up until. There was game, a lead change in that game. Yeah, yeah that was the so. first time they've had a lead change all season. It's messed up. Yeah, now they got to stick with Colt McCoy. On a short week and go play Dallas, who are going to win the division now. Yeah, they're, yeah Dallas is going to win. Just like I predicted. Yeah, yeah. Y'all <laughs> laughed at me. Y'all laughed at me. You needed so many things to go your way. Y'all laughed at you me. You don't understand what you do. <laughs> Honestly, the Cowboys are so bad, they're going to win are. this division. They are. And they're going to win. They'll probably whoever, win their first playoff game, too. Whoever comes out of that division is probably going to lose no, immediately. See, no, no. It's it's gonna be the exact opposite of what you think. Cause it's the NFL. They're it's, gonna get. They're gonna they're gonna win just enough, and I guarantee the Cowboys win their first playoff game yeah. against whoever they play. They'll play like Minnesota, and they'll beat them. It'll be enough. It'll be enough for Jerry's world to not fire Jason Garrett, and enough that Dak Prescott gets paid. It's it's written in and the clouds, it, man. And it'll fuck them. It's written in the clouds. It'll and straight, then it'll, it's it'll, meant it'll, to and be. And then they'll go back to mediocrity, and they won't win the division for the next six years. It is meant to be. Oh, God. I can't. Get ready. Ugh. Get ready. Skip Bayless every single Sunday. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> That's so, the only thing he does that I like, because it's just like funny how, my, how like happy he gets. So I have absolutely nothing to say about the Packers this week. Um... No one should. That's the only thing I have no to say. No one should. They should they should get relegated to oh. no one they don't get talked about until they win three games in a row. They don't they're they not allowed to, to get talked about. Which is about to. to happen. Uh and second, like Coach McCarthy is our pussy coach of the week. No. There are a lot of pussy coaches of the week. No, there is one that is worse. There are two. Two, actually. Two that two. are worse? All right. There are two that yeah. are worse. And they both happened in the Jacksonville Pittsburgh game. <laughs> yep. Go ahead, Kuiper. Alright. So let me. Oh yeah, Doug. Ooh, let yeah, me tell yeah. this. Let me tell this story. Okay, so I don't like talking about the Steelers a lot because Corey gets mad when I talk about the Steelers. No, um, <laughs> you're a liar. Um, so okay, let's just take you into in behind the scenes a little bit. So I worked from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Sunday. I get home, uh, turn the game on. I watch like the first couple minutes of the game at work uh, on break. And at halftime, it was 9 nothing. The Steelers had less than 40 yards of total offense. It was great. It was like watching an old woman fuck a sock. It was fantastic. <laughs> what? <laughs> you say old ladies fuck a sock? Yep. Excuse me? That's what, it looked, that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like watching that. So you know what? Oh, I thought to myself at halftime. At halftime, I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a nap. I'm going to go sleep. I've been up since 5 a.m. I'm going to take a little nap, sleep through halftime. I'll wake up halfway through the third quarter, and I'll see if I'm... Uh, even more mad woke up i was more mad because it was 16 to nothing when i woke up and uh i was like you know what i'm mad because the entire se- when the season when the schedule came out i looked down i scrolled okay i see i see jacks okay we lose and all year literally all year i've been talking about i don't care what our, we're gonna lose to jacksonville 
Jacksonville kept losing, got blown out by Dallas, lost to, I was like, we're going to lose Jacksonville, lost to Indianapolis, Blake Bortles got, we're going to lose to Jacksonville, it didn't matter, and then the morning came for me to pick the games for Fad Pod Picks, <laughs> and I woke up, and I'm like, you know what, damn it, have faith in your team, and I picked the Steelers, Fast forward a couple hours, I'm sitting watching the TV, and it is 16-0 Jacksonville. Congratulations, you played yourself. Woo! I was, I was excited. I was so happy. I wasn't. I was mad. I was really mad. So, now Ben Roethlisberger, they, they go back out on offense. Ben Roethlisberger throws a 70-yard touchdown pass to Antonio Brown. I'm like, whatever, I don't care. That, that took way too long to eventually happen. You know, whatever. Uh, Jaguars run the ball three times, punt. You give the Steelers the ball back. Steelers go down the field. Ben Roethlisberger throws a touchdown to Vance McDonald. At this point, there's like, what, 2.15 left in the game. We have two. T- we have all three timeouts and the two-minute warning. Yep. And now I'm even more mad because I'm like, see, now they're teasing me. <laughs> now they're teasing me. We're not going to win this game, but they're going to make it respectably close and make me like – Think like, oh, man, all those missed opportunities we could have won versus just getting shut out and blown out. Like, okay, we didn't stand a chance. They're going to make it just close. They're going to get another possession even and, like, miss the field goal or something. So Jacksonville, again, runs the ball three straight times, which I understand Leonard Fournette pretty much is, like, the mayor of Pittsburgh at this point. I think he's had, in the three games he's played against Pittsburgh, I think he has, like, almost 500 yards rushing. It's maddening. It's he was insane. doing it again yesterday. It's crazy how good. I, I don't know what it is. Um, we'd been pretty but much pretty stout against moment, the run. At that moment, like in the tea leaves, you have to read the momentum and what's going on. Right, yeah. Like, So they give the ball back to Pittsburgh. Uh, ben completes a pass down to Juju for like 60 yards. And at this point, um, I'm pretty sure I was on the floor. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember where I was. He was in a daze. I was somewhere in my house. All I know is that there was a TV on and whatever. So, on second down and 10, James Conner drops what is literally a, a walk-in touchdown pass. Oh, man. That was disgusting. And the whole time, now I don't even remember where I was. Like, I don't remember, like, feeling my limbs. I don't remember anything. It was just like, now I get to sit through an entire week of Le'Veon would have caught the ball. Le'Veon would have caught it. Le'Veon would have caught it. That's he exact. only had 60 total yards. Le'Veon would have got it. Le'Veon, they had won the game had they had Le'Veon Bell. The game after it was decided that he was not going to be on the team, he was gone, he wasn't going to play because he didn't show up on Tuesday, and the, ga- the game after, James Conner has his worst game of the season and drops a go ahead. I was like, that's going to be it. It's going to be the whole thing. So then somehow – AB gets open on like a little like inside slant route. He gets down to the two yard line. There are literally 12 seconds left. Steelers have one timeout. Ben Roethlisberger runs up to the two yard line and spikes the ball at the two down three with a timeout. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I didn't understand. Oh, no, no, no. I understood they wanted to be able to run the ball. The thought process to me was, okay, this makes football sense. You want to be able to run the football. You have a timeout. Right, you run it. You can run do two running you, plays. You could, you could do a running play. If you don't get it, call timeout. Then you got one last play to go to the end zone. Instead, oh, and it also, and here's, and this is why Mike Tomlin is also a pussy coach of the week. This is why, not only Doug Marone. Yeah, Doug Marone's the other pussy coach. No, Doug Marone's the other pussy coach because of what he did at the end of the game. 
Oh boy, so, let's play some conservative football, baby. So Marty Jim, Schottenheimer was happy. Jim was, Trestle had Marty a ball, yeah. sweater vest erection. Yeah. So James Conner is your guy. Le'Veon Bell did not show up on Tuesday. He's your guy, right? He's the one. He went to Pittsburgh University. He beat Hodgkin's lymphoma. Everybody in the city loves him. He was the scrimmage leader in the NFL up until that point. Like, or at least he was in the top five, I think. And he drops the touchdown, right? Yep. Everything in my, every fiber of my being was like, they're going to give the, they're going to let him redeem himself. They're going to let him redeem himself. They're going to let him be the hero on the first game after Le'Veon Bell is no longer a stealer. And the play they ran (laughs) was a pretty much what turned into a, not even a play action fake. You know, not, they didn't even fake the run. Ben Roethlisberger took the shotgun snap and like shimmied over to his left and pretty much waited until Ryan Switzer was on the ground to throw the ball at him Mm. and it got picked off. Now the reason Ryan Switzer was on the ground is because DJ Hayden ripped him at the face mask, which I guess the reason why Ben threw it in that direction was to, I guess, help draw the penalty Yeah. or something like that, which the penalty had been thrown already. That's exactly. Yeah. But yeah. It's just if you that, don't see it, you just do it. Yeah, that was the play call that they came up with. I'm like, okay, so now it's personal foul. Okay, so now you inch the ball up to the one yard line. You still have a timeout. There's like eight seconds left, and the next play they run, shotgun, is a shotgun, no play action fake, fade to the end zone with AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey as the corners for Jacksonville, and it goes out of the back of the end zone. I'm literally like on the phone with nine one one. Like <laughs> I'm on the phone. Like I have it like near my head. Cause I was like, oh my god, we're not gonna get it. Yep. We're not gonna get it. We're gonna be we're gonna get down to the one fucking yard line and we're not gonna get in. And you know what? They'll probably go for it. They won't go for the field goal. They're gonna trust their guys to get in. And then the next and finally the play they, they run that gets in. Well and before that. Because there was another defensive. Oh yeah, there was, oh, yeah, there was another there was def- defensive holding. There was defensive holding. The on football AJ. was literally like four inches from the end zone. Like I was watching this with my dad because yeah. I gotten home from work and all this shit. And like, why are they in shotgun formation? Just quarterback sneak. Uh, he didn't have to do all that crazy option stuff. So I'll let you continue your story yeah. in a second. But I was just like, how are you not in a goal line power set? Hike, put the ball over the top. If he just leans over, if he leans over his center, Ben Roethlisberger is tall enough to go four inches. Yeah. Quarterback sneak not in the playbook. Don't you remember? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I hope I hope firing so now, Mike Tomlin's in the fucking playbook. So now it's first down at the half-yard line, right? Because it's half the distance to the goal. You're at the two. Well, they, have the, the one. they were at the one and halved it, and then they – This is, I was, I'm telling you, if you looked at it, it looked like it was literally like half a foot, a yes. few inches away. So you go into shotgun, and the play they run is <laughs> – is an option pitch play where Ben has the choice to either pitch it to Connor or take it himself. And Ben Roethlisberger is so indecisive about it that he bashes his skull off his own offensive lineman and then almost collapses into the end zone. 
And that's how the Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he wouldn't have gotten it. Uh, uh, Miles Jack delivered a good hit on him. Yeah, he did. But the way – because, because Roethlisberger ran into his offensive lineman first, the way Jack had to come in to give him the hit, it, he, he hit him on the side, which helped Ben fall forward. If, like, Jack had been able to square up the hit, Roethlisberger was going to get lit up. Think about it. He was further away from where, where he hiked the ball, where he would have hiked the ball if he would have just fell over. Yep. He was further away. And just, that's how we won. Just fall forward. Yay! When I left the hospital after the game. <laughs> um, that's not true. Um, I I don't think, outside of like the playoff game against Cincinnati, I don't think I have ever been that exasperated and felt that disgusting after watching. It, it wasn't even like, because I wrote it in our little group chat that we're all in. I said, I've never felt worse about a win. And Corey was like, "Is like, well, no, the playoff game against Kansas City. He's like, you guys didn't score a touchdown. I'm like, right, but like that game was competitive. Like that game was back and forth. Like we would go down and kick field goals, and then you guys would kind of get down or either punt and make us drive the whole way, or then eventually you started scoring. Right, 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 right. At no point through 55 minutes of that game was it competitive. And then the last five minutes happened, and the Jaguars just vanished. Like, it, like they, they showed up to play 50, a 55-minute game of football, and then there's, all right, we're going to leave now, bye-bye. We're just going to run Leonard Fournette up the middle yep. three ben, times in a row and then punt the ball. And Ben Roethlisberger was just like, and how, oh, oh, I hate Ben Roethlisberger. How, oh, look, oh, look, how, it's another eye formation. How smug he was at the like the post-game thing. He's like, oh, man, the Jacksonville players are talking trash, but I got the game ball. You had 30. Listen to me, Ben. I know you're listening. <laughs> ben. We will tweet it at you. You had. Angry, tweet this at him. You had 35 yards of total offense in the first half. You threw two interceptions to the same guy. And then the only reason why you won was because their offense went conservative. Wasn't your defense. Your defense gave up, like, what was it? Over 150 yards rushing? Shut up about your defense. Defense wasn't great. Every single time we play Jacksonville, the defense isn't great. No, never. You literally won because Nathaniel Hackett was just like, he did exactly what you said. He called up Jim Trestle. He's like, hey, Jim Trestle's hanging out in his office at YSU. <laughs> called him up, and he's like, hey, man, what should I do here? And he's like, run the ball. <laughs> Straight up the middle, he, three times, then three punt. Three eight-gap runs. And he's like, well, what happens if we have to punt? You'll stop them. <laughs> just, just, oh, my God. Marty Schottenheimer is out I there am, somewhere with a half chub. That is the only reason like, I am actually super glad that the Jags lost. Yeah, Teams it deserve to get fucking punished for that in today's that, NFL. Because that might end up getting Nathaniel it wasn't just, and Doug Maroon fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it should. And it wasn't just... It wasn't just like the fourth quarter of those last two drives. Multiple times in that game, when they had third and more than five, they ran it. They would do a dive up the middle or a draw. And not get no yards. Get no yards and then punt. Yeah. It happened multiple times. Just because you're up. Like, I, you'd, you'd figure that these coaches would look around the NFL and realize that the teams that are winning right now are not doing that. Hold on, first, okay. Like, we talk about it every here's, week. Here's the thing. And this is what makes this is what makes it so also inexcusable. The Jacksonville Jaguars were in this exact same position 
in week two against New England. They were literally in the exact same position. Their defense was dominating. They had a lead in the fourth quarter, and they just didn't take the foot off the gas, and they just tried to bury them. And for some stupid reason, nine weeks later, they were just like, eh, we don't need to do that. Well, here's the stupid reason. They haven't won a football game in 50 days, and and they're on the longest – they're the longest drought – they're like the longest winless drought team in the NFL currently. Oh, yeah, because the Raiders won. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, and they, they they're not scared. relying. Yeah, they they're, they got scared about losing again. They they weren't trusting Blake Bortles. There's there's a lot of things that were going on there that just make the Jags kind of like just scared, and it's dumb. Which is so ridiculous because the last like ten years, you could and I said it on my show this morning is like the Jaguars go into every single game against the Steelers just like not afraid and not intimidated. Like we're gonna beat the hell out of them, and then they do. So I don't understand why like this game was any different. Like you had them at home, you literally you held them to no points for 55 minutes. A team that just scored 51 against the Carolina Panthers, who, by the way, after now losing to the Detroit Lions, I, are they like okay? I don't know. I'm confused now. Um, they had a longer week to prepare for Detroit, and Detroit doesn't have Golden Tate. Yeah, they do. Oh no, I'm. And Marvin Jones didn't play. Yeah, Marvin Jones was out. So two of their three best receivers they started the year with not in the game. Yeah, but Galladay. We, 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 Fad Pod hyped up Galladay yeah. in the preseason, all right? <laughs> we told you. We told y'all about this boy. It took you. It took it Our took scout you. team. Our, our Genhart scout team. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a scout team. It takes a while to get the reports in, but eventually they show up. I mean, he just had to stop. <laughs> you just had to stop at Taco Bell, right? On the way Scrolling back up. Hello. Genhart scout, re- Genhart scouting report is the episode title. I don't know. It looks good, I guess. Uh, I guess it looked all right. <laughs> I mean, he looks fine. I think. Uh, what happened to Carolina? No, the, Car- no, the Carolina. No, Carolina Panthers win that. Carolina is not. When they do. No, 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 no. This is what happened to Carolina. They played on the road. Go for two on the. They went for two on the road, and I was so happy about no, they it. They should have went for two on the road. I, I agree That's with them. That's what you do. You go for the win on the road when they did it. I, 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 I like yelled it too. I like this is what you. I like my dad doesn't know about this rule. It's mm-hmm. just because it's a stupid joke thing that I, me and my friend Josh started years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he got it from. I just know I took it from him, and we do it all the time. When you're on the road, go for the win. Go for two. And like they went, they lined up for two, and I was like, "They're going for the win. They're on the road." I was like, I was so pumped about it. Like, and it makes sense because like Matt Stafford spent like the good chunk of that game just pounding the Panthers' defense, and they, they they mounted their comeback. Cam was actually playing very well. Yeah. Then why did you not put in the ball in Cam's hands and try to get him into the end zone? I I don't know. That was a bad. That was I mean, a bad play, was a bad play it's, call. That's a bad play the, call. No, the, the play call was actually not that bad because the he guy missed. was wide open. Yeah, just, Cam just missed. Cam just missed him. Although, if you look at the tape of that play, if Cam had tried to throw it like any lower, the D lineman had his hand up in the air. He might have swatted it, so I don't know exactly. Mm. It could be hit or miss. Uh, the miss was pretty blatant, though. Can we cancel Matt? <laughs> That's like the third hit or miss reference he's made. The, the, that, that miss was like it was, bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, but for real, though. The Carolinas five and zero at home. They only have one win on the road this season. Wow! So they just can't punch it in on the road. They they, they took over the Saints' curse. Yeah, it just went down the line. I like it. Speaking, yeah, Saints been winning on the road. Speaking this year. of well, 
things. Uh, Corey's got a little game for us. Oh yeah, that he's gonna explain. intermission. We'll talk about other football games in yeah. a minute. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've been having some fierce debates about the MVP this year. I haven't. We might I stay have. out of it. We might. We maybe so. Maybe so. You do, we have a little football group chat. We were doing that just before we started recording. We were talking about MVP shit. Um, so what we're going to do is, since it's just the same people pounding the pounding the table for the same people, we decided to play a little game. And what's going to be is we basically pick names out of a hat, the four big names in the MVP talks. Uh, two of them are ahead of the others in my opinion like i agree uh but so each of us is One gonna of make is better than all three it's true we'll find out who matt's talking about in a second when he has to pound the table for the name out of the hat that he picked uh he can't make any negative comments about them really it's just gonna be all standing for this guy i'm a stand. i'm a stand, boy i'm a stand for my guy we're good all right, so uh, we'll go in the order of that I had them down on the list. So that means Kuiper's going to start with number one. Um, I drew Pat Mahomes. Mm. Um, He's not going to be a win. So the case, um, the case for Pat Mahomes for MVP um, is probably the one that I think a lot of people are the most familiar with because – for the first two months of the season, he was probably, I mean, at that point he was kind of running away with it and he's kind of, I guess you could say he's pulled back a little bit and Drew Brees has gone up a little bit. So they're a little closer than they were at the beginning of the season, especially because the first two games of the season were a loss for the Saints. And then still to this point, statistically their worst game, even though they won um, against the Browns, obviously he's leading the league in touchdown passes. He has 31, he has seven interceptions um, for a while there, he had a stretch of, what was it, 300 yard passing games. Mm. He tied Drew Brees for the record, and then it ended. Um, Drew Brees has the record like three other times. Um, I think the, I think the best thing, and this is going to sound really fun. My, my whole take on the MVP is, I don't think it really like, and this is why I kind of stay out of MVP arguments is because. It just it goes to the it goes to the highest I don't want to say the most marketable. It goes to the most recognizable quarterback that had the best record that made the playoffs. Is who it goes to. Every year. The one year it went to Adrian Peterson, the only reason why it went to Adrian Peterson was because he was within nine yards of the rushing record. And they made the playoffs. So my whole take is is that the Chiefs only have two really tough games left. The Saints actually have to play a I mean three more what I guess you consider tough divisional games which are one against the Falcons on Thanksgiving um they have two games against the Panthers who play them extremely tight and I mean this thing swept them three times last year but I think it's just going to come down to Pat Mahomes is going to probably lead the league in touchdowns he's gonna he right now he currently doesn't lead the league in passing I believe it's Matt Ryan who leads the league in passing right now I think he's third Mahomes is he's third or fourth uh, in the league in passing. Um, he's going to end up probably with the best record in the AFC. It's his second year. 
So the people that vote for MVP are just going to be like, wow, man, it almost kind of sucks that we can't give it to Breeze because every single year he's really good. There's another quarterback that does good as well. So, And I also just think that there's going to be a lot of voters that vote for Pat because Pat was in an unknown going into the season. No one had any idea. No one had abs- No one had any clue. Outside of the people in Kansas City, which, I mean, you could, I mean, every single team says good things about their quarterback before the season starts. Everybody does. So you kind of took that like, ah, whatever, you know, they're talking kind of out of their butts about Pat. So I think that's going to sway some people that like, wow, like no one expected this. And a lot of people's like, well, once the league pretty much made it impossible to hit quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that are the most accurate are going to benefit from it. I'm not saying that that's true. What I'm saying is, is like, I think that's going to sway some voters. So I think, um, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt other people and it's going to help Pat Mahomes. So that's my, that's my case for good old, uh, Patty McKetchup pants. Mr. Mahomes. Great. Thank you. Uh, number two on the list was Todd Gurley. All right, so Pat Mahomes can't be the MVP because he puts ketchup on steak. <laughs> hey, hey, that's good enough for me, lads. <laughs> and um, the reason why also is because Todd Gurley is maybe the best running back I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I mean, it's it's early, but it's pretty insane. I used to stand Barry Sanders. I ended my relationship with him. Now my best friend is Todd Gurley. <laughs> the, the man has uh, passed all of his numbers from last year, and there's still six games to go, counting tonight. Oh, no. Yeah, counting tonight. Counting still, tonight, yeah. He has six games to just decimate what he did last year, and what he did last year made everybody want him as a first-round pick in fantasy, and single-handedly kept the Rams relevant while McVay was ushering in Goff and getting the team better. They leaned on Gurley. Their win condition was Gurley, you know, and now they have other win conditions. But because they have other win conditions, Gurley's able to shine even more. Like He's averaging over five yards a carry, and you know that's absolutely insane because the all-time record yards per carry – like five and a point four, five point five by Jamal Charles or something. I don't know if he. I don't know how much he went down after rushing three times this year for zero yards. <laughs> but uh, if you're able to average over five yards a touch, it's insane. You know what? I know that we don't normally give MVPs to quarterback or running backs or not quarterbacks. You mentioned it yourself. Uh, AP came within a few yards of breaking the rushing total. Well, what happens when Gurley breaks the scrimmage touchdown total this year? When? That's a big. That's you're saying a when, not an if. Because it's gonna happen. I stand Todd Gurley. Okay. All right. Stand Todd Gurley. Oh my God, he's my boy, and he's gonna win the MVP. I think he's what he's got nine eighty. Oh, actually, I was I had it down. I was. Trying to do it without looking down. Da, 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 da. He's at 988 yards rushing. So, like, his 
first three rushes tonight will put him over a thousand yards. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Because <laughs> right. he gets that Chiefs D. He forty catches, four hundred and two yards there. So he's got the scrimmage lead, the touchdown lead, thirteen rushing touchdowns, four passing who passing, four receiving touchdowns. Guy is automatic, doesn't stop, <laughs> and he's only gonna solidate solid solidify. Solidify. I don't know why I said solidate. <laughs> consolidate. Consolidate. Nah, I, I think you ate a bunch of word salad this morning and you're just oh, puking it up. Oh, my boy. Hit or miss. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm sorry. Uh, solidify himself tonight considering the Chiefs can't stop anybody in the run game. We have, we have excellent graded corners and a top three pass rush. But if you, like... Run up the middle. You're going to get yardage. I bet Todd Gurley goes from five to six yards per carry on the year after tonight. Damn. Wow. Damn. And if he can bring his whole average up by one yard in one game, I'm standing him for MVP. All right. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Mr. Number three. Who is number three? Number three. Uh, Corey got Drew Brees. It worked out this way. It just uh, did. Corey, I this son of a bitch. You, I can forward you guys the list. It just worked out this no, no, way. I, no, no, it's completely fine. Go. Uh, so fucking Drew Brees has a 25 to 1 touchdown interception ratio. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It means he threw a lot less interceptions than everybody else besides Aaron, but a lot more touchdowns than Aaron. Uh, well, then. You have the people that be like, Drew Brees doesn't even throw it down the field. You don't got no arm. He's his average. You know, it's it's terrible. It's not even a yard less than Pat Mahomes. So no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Pat Mahomes is at nine point three, nine point four. Drew Brees is at eight point nine hmm. yards that's per attempt. Yeah, it is a lot. Thank you for realizing that. No, no, no. Like that's a lot between the two of them. Right. Like, that's a big gap. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, over like 300 pass attempts, that's a lot, you know? He's on pace <laughs> He's on pace for just over 100 incompletions on the year. Okay, that's a little whacked. That's kind of insane. I mean, that's all right. That's yeah. it's all right. We completion percentage, what's that even mean? Right, when you have a, a running back going up for MVP, you don't need to... Todd Gurley's completion percentage is 100%. He'd be completing them touchdowns. <laughs> right. I don't know where that is going. But we stand Todd Gurley. Uh, obviously, Drew Brees' uh, completion percentage is going to come down from the insane amount. It wasn't the 80%. But it's still, it's still high 70s, which is still going to shatter his record that he had last year. Insane. Insane. He's going to average a fucking passer rating of over 130 for, like, another time in his year. Hmm. He's – I know it's What does not, that even mean? <laughs> where's the running back <laughs> ratio? Where's the – yeah. <laughs> We're standing. If you – Drew Brees is – he's a master – before the snap. If you watch every game, it's not just because 
they're running out the clock because they're already up 18 touchdowns in a game. <laughs> but he's taking every single second of that time clock to make the adjustments and everything that he wants. He's taking it down to one second before the ball snaps, and every play works masterfully. Isn't that dangerous? Because the defensive players can time up the snap count. Like, do you not? Wouldn't you not want to do that every play? Yeah, but guess how many times he's been sacked this year? Uh, sixty. Because he's old and immobile. Mm, no. Right. Oh, so seventy. He's been sacked. He's been sacked zero times in the last four games. By the way. Man, what does that even mean? What's a sack? Sacks don't matter. It... <laughs> nine times. He's been sacked nine times on the season. So what? He's got a good offensive yeah, line. Yeah, he's got a good offensive line. Whatever. That doesn't mean you get to be MVP. Yeah, it does. That's the unfortunate let's reality. Get, let's, let's give the MVP to his offensive line, okay? They're the real to. men. I would love to. He's getting the ball where it needs to be before the pressure can get to him. Yeah, but you don't need to worry about pressure when you have a good run game. What? We're standing. <laughs> so you're saying is Alvin Kamara should be the MVP? No, he doesn't. Alvin Kamara doesn't have as many Can, touchdowns. How about, how about this? How about this? And I'll let you finish your argument. Okay. How about um, instead of one MVP award this year? Okay. I know this is going to sound crazy. Why doesn't the NFL give out nine? Okay. They give one to every single offensive lineman. They give one to Alvin Kamara. They give one to Mark Ingram. They give one to Michael Thomas. And they give one to Traquan Smith. How about that? Because Traquan Smith was almost irrelevant in the past, like, yeah, but he four games. Now. He had one good game because Cause, cause Drew Brees is good. Out, yeah, they're helping out Drew Brees. So they all get the MVPs. Yeah. yeah. You can't win. You can't win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. A so good quarterback can't win games. Any other closing remarks there, Corey? Uh, 25 to 1 touchdown interception ratio. Uh, he's on pace for 40 touchdowns and one interception throughout the season. Doesn't sound like a Heinz 57. It, it wait, sounds- wait, wait, wait. No, I mean, it doesn't sound like the 30 that Todd Gurley needs. <laughs> how many uh, How many turnovers does Todd Gurley have on the season? I don't know. None. <laughs> does he have none? Yeah. He has. Oh, yeah, he hasn't lost a fumble. Yep. So. Uh, also... Pat Mahomes got lucky and recovered six fumbles that he had at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Just be- he already has seven interceptions. That turnover ratio is looking a lot more skewed because he didn't. He has fast people on his offense that can get to the ball fast to make it so they keep the ball. Don't you want to defend your boy, Kuiper? Please. No, nah, he's good. Ah, he's all right. I'm standing fumbles, Todd Gurley. Fumbles fumbles are random, according to Vegas. Shouldn't even pay attention to them. Fumbles are random. Fumbles are random. Don't even worry about it. For the most part. There are, there are things players can do that can cause fumbles, but there's a lot of, like, statistically speaking, fumbles are fran- random as fuck. So is Kareem Hunt, like, the luckiest person in, the, in football? Yeah. No, every single Patriot running back is. They get, well, they get cut as soon as they fumble, so. Exactly. Unless you're, James, so White, you're, so unless you're reason, James White, for yeah. some reason he gets he can fumble no, he's and then a Super Bowl hero. He mm. he is. I always said that if they ever had like a Super Bowl, like draft your team for the Super Bowl, James White's my number one overall pick. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 
No, he does so good in the Super Bowl. Which anyway, means Justin has Andrew Luck. Yay! All right, Why did I, me and you get screwed? Yo, I don't know, man. All right, just to start this off, there's a couple really nice things that Andrew Luck's got under his belt. He has a 6.9 yards per pass rate. Ah, that's why you said nice. He has 269 completions on the season. Nice. Double nice. That's two pretty nice things right there. On top of that, there's nothing in America loves more than a good comeback story. And that is literally all Andrew Luck is this season. Coming off of two-year-long absence from the NFL, beat up as fuck, people are under, can Andrew Luck ever even play football again? And then he's like, I don't know, man. We're going to give it a shot. And he went out there, and at first it was bad. At first, he wasn't having a good time. He, was, he individually was doing well. Yeah. But the team wasn't doing well. well but, but the pressure on him wasn't doing well. People were getting worried. Like, man, what's O-line's not protecting him. He's going to get hurt again. They made uh, what's-his-face come out and do a Hail Mary because they didn't know about his arm strength. Yep. Well, he said himself that he he has he knows he has a worse arm in like in the post game. Yeah, but he also congratulates people when they sack him, so uh, he's just modest to a fault. Yeah, he is. He just is. I love him. Andrew Luck's my boy. My my favorite my favorite uh AFC quarterback. Mm. He is. So you look at Andrew Luck's stats here and they are they aren't as impressive as Drew Brees or Pat Mahomes, but there's more behind what makes Andrew Luck the MVP of this season. Is it because his mom sends him squirrel oil? Yes. All the time? Yeah, that's it. That's the only reason. Shout out to Captain Andrew Luck. So, page. for, I think it's six weeks in a row now, Andrew Luck has thrown three touchdowns. He keeps up the pace he's at. He's going to accelerate towards the top of quarterback stats on the season. He's, he's not. On, he might not cross it. He's on pace for 49, which leads the league. Yeah. If he keeps up. Which he's been doing. He's got the pieces around him now. It's kind of all formulated. He is able to finally play Andrew Luck football again. Remember Andrew Luck football? When no matter what happened, no matter how bad the team was, the Colts would at least go eight and eight because Andrew Luck's on that team. They'd at least go eleven and five. Oh, that so it was, was eleven and five. It was that was their floor. Yeah. Like three straight years of healthy Andrew Luck was eleven. Guess how and five. many losses Andrew Luck has right now with the Colts in this season? Five. Five. They're all oh, losing no. again. Oh, no. <laughs> the Colts are winning out, fellas. They're going to go 11-5. They're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be a high seed, which <sighs> puts scary. which off Kuiper's criteria puts Andrew Luck in the MVP conversation. His, the story around him makes him appetizing to America, makes him appetizing to me. That's a good boy. That's a good quarterback. You're saying he's a he snack? He needs to keep up his 6.9 yards per pass percentage, average. Get because that's just boy, nice. <laughs> he has a decent touchdown-interception ratio. A lot of the picks he threw were towards the beginning of the season. He's improving now. As he's been getting more and more snaps, as he's playing more games, now that he's healed, he is getting better. He is going to keep getting better. He is probably going to be a top-three quarterback in the NFL by the time this season's over. Are you trying to say that there's a chance that the Colts could play in the divisional round of the playoffs? <laughs> Against the Kansas City Chiefs? Why, yes, I did. Yes, I am saying that. Well, isn't that weird? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening, lads. People are are like, oh, man, the Houston Texans. Yeah, fuck them. Whoa. 
Captain Whoa. Andy's coming to town. Captain Andy. <laughs> He's gonna make them all look like little bitch pussy boys. You have no idea, like... Andrew Luck is a nice man with some nice stats who's gonna get a nice MVP award. You, here's the funny thing. Do you remember when we did... I, I'm bringing this back. Remember when we did the projections and Matt put the Colts as, like, the number one seed? Yeah. That was I, great. Yeah, I did. I, I said they were gonna be good, so I'm glad I'm right about that. Right, but... Did you not know the seeds you were sowing? <laughs> I think we talked about that then. No, we did. I, I had it set up so that the Chiefs were the two seeds. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't going to have to play. <laughs> the, 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 it was going to be uh, we would have to beat the Steelers in the playoffs, I guess. Right. Corey, how bad would you be if it actually happened that like the Colts won out and all everybody's talking about is Andrew Luck and he just gets the MVP over Breeze? Well, uh, it it feels a lot better because that's considering the exact same that ha- thing that happened when we won the Super Bowl is the Colts had a good quarterback who won MVP that same year, and then we go to the Super Bowl, and guess what happened? Drew Brees won Super Bowl MVP. Thanks to an onside kick. Which is the real. That's the one that's important. That's the, that's the one that's actually Aren't important. you glad Nick Foles got that last year? No. <gasps> Hit, the you- Hit the reverb. Hit the reverb. I haven't used that in a long time. <laughs> Big Dig Nick's gone into hiding. <laughs> the whole Eagles team has gone into hiding. And in closing, neither Corey nor Matt want their quarterback to win MVP because that means they won't win the Super Bowl. The MVP never wins the Super Bowl. Oh. Especially in NFC South. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's a, big, that's a big one. That's a big oof. Um. So, yeah, I, I'll say that... Um, I guess we'll... we'll uh, that Drew Brees is the MVP? Well, uh, well no, we'll, we'll... And now that we're outside the game, Drew Brees is literally the MVP. Well, no, I wanted to do... No. I, wanted, I wanted to drag... Well, no, 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 no. I wanted to drag that into... Okay, because we're talking... We got... That was our intermission, right? We got to talk about other games, right? I guess. So, um, I was, I was talking to a couple people about it. So, like, the NFC is, like, kind of bad this year. And it's worse than it has been the past couple years. It's got like two really good. Think about okay, listen. It's got two really good teams, the Saints and the Rams. Bears. The Bears are like good, but like I don't know. Like I know I talked a lot about the. I'm I, I'm happy that the Bears won against Minnesota, and they're gonna probably be like an 11 win, 12 win team. But like Mitch Trubisky is still like Chris Collinsworth put it really well. Mitch Trubisky is a wow guy, because he either you either he either does something and you're like wow, or he does something and you're like wow. <laughs> That's like, a good way. Yeah, I like that. Like now here's a guy. And Mitch Trubisky did a whole lot of that last night against Minnesota, where mm-hmm. it was like wow, and then you went wow. So yeah, the Bears are probably gonna like make the playoffs, but they're probably gonna lose their first playoff game. But then like man, the NFC East, whoo. Who is bad? They all bad. They're all bad. Like the Redskins were good, now they bad. Yeah, like they're all bad now. And then you got like Seattle. I don't buy Seattle. They're bad. Green Bay. Who? I don't know. I Minnesota, buy Seattle. Who? I don't know. Why are you? Wait, wait. Why are you buying Seattle? Sell me. 
Seattle has one of the better running games in the NFL, despite everything that's wrong with that team. Has the best running game in the NFL. Yeah. yeah Penny Carson. Despite. Russell running. Despite yeah. all the complaints we had about that offensive line coming into the season. They figured it out. Sort yeah, of. They fired Tom Cable. <laughs> Russell Wilson's still been excellent. Just because you're asleep on them doesn't mean that you don't buy it. Do some look into it, man. I know. I, I was just going to make The Seahawks the... are a good football team. And in fact, I think the NFC is just as good as it's ever been. And I think you're asleep on that shit, too. I think, as a whole, the bottom is rising up on the NFC, and you're just not seeing it. Whereas the AFC, what we see going on, is we have teams just running away with it. Hmm. There are. The AFC in gen, as a whole is still not better than the NFC. There are just a bunch of distinct teams in the NFC just running away with the whole fucking thing. I don't, there's not much of a competition in these divisions at all. No. In the AFC. Not really. You know you know what teams are going to the playoffs in the AFC. Right now, yeah, you know. You know, you know the, exactly who's you know going the to the playoffs. You know the teams that are going to go. That's how it is every year. In the AFC. Yeah. yeah. You, Always. The it's, AFC it's, it's is business clear, as usual, dude. AFC is clear cut. NFC is, you don't know what's going on. It's, it's up in Usually the it's because there's a lot of teams with good records this year. It's because a lot more teams are competitive, so they're... Records are more skewed to the 500 realm. Exactly. But the AFC always wins the Super Bowl. Because of the Patriots? No, because of the Broncos and the Ravens and the Steelers. and The, the NFC quarterbacks getting the MVP. Yeah. So, yeah. like, sure, like, yeah, the NFC's got a lot of good teams in it, but the AFC's won that last, what, how many Super Bowls? <laughs> oh, only one of them could come out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I was just saying that like only one of them come out of it, and uh, like a ninety percent chance of the team coming on the other side is uh, the Patriots, yeah. the team with the most Super Bowl experience, Man. the team that has that plays super well in it, maybe because they have the most experience in it. You know, like nobody's talking about the Patriots anymore, and it's scary. You, you, yeah, you, it is scary because as soon as you stop, is when they come rolling back in. No, they're well, still the- gonna be. They're in, going. They're going to the. They're gonna go to the championship game. At, in six days, they're probably gonna beat the Jets by sixty. Oh, dude, it's gonna be bad. So, well, the Jets are just really bad. It's, and they're gonna butcher them. Well, all right. So the Jets are bad. The the Patriots are angry. Not only are the Jets bad, the Jets are bad and hurt. Yeah. And the Patriots are angry. And coming and off, coming a off of a bye week. Yeah. No, it's, it's gonna be like. Hey, the score's gonna be like sixty three. Whatever. Three. Whatever the point spread is. Take the Patriots. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's 30. Take it. Man. (laughs) Point spreads. I was doing so good. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some point spreads. For for entertainment purposes only, we'll connect some of our games. It's it's legal now. It's legal now. All right. Whatever. Don't don't listen to us in New Jersey. That's right. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Well, you're not betting in New Jersey. You're fine. Right. Got to get to the ocean to maritime. <laughs> maritime <laughs> law. Interna- get into international waters. Um, then f- fill out your sheet. Then fill out your sheet. Yeah. Take to the sea! <laughs> See, get, give, it, give it to your raven. <laughs> it's a car- I know a carrier pigeon just yeah. off yeah, with your you. Carrier. <laughs> just Go, hey, take- if you live in New you Jersey. Ra- you wrap your picks to its leg and a couple yeah. dollar bills and yeah. fly it off. You go swim out to a buoy <laughs> all right, and sit on it with a pen and just grab a seagull and just fill out one and strap it to the seagull and just... 
throw it back to shore. Whisper, whisper it to you where to go and send it off, and then watch well, it get no, struck no, no. by lightning. It, if you're doing it, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to make sure you get to your offshore bedding, you just since you're near the ocean, message in a bottle and just push it out to yeah. sea. <laughs> Let's your, to your AJ Bouye. Yep. Oh. Who's gonna see your bets though? <laughs> the sports <God>. gods. <laughs> the football pope. The football Atlantis. Pope. <laughs> football pope shows up. It's like, why didn't you take the Raiders getting points, son? Because <laughs> the Raiders are bad, and the Carol Arizona defense is good. You know, like I just I was like the way I covered my games. I picked the Colts because I knew the Colts were gonna raffle stomp. So did I. The Titans. That's probably the Titans D, D coordinator having like a conniption on the sideline. Well, yeah, whatever he had. But I, I knew they were gonna get raffle stomped by the Colts just because the Colts have been trending upwards. Um. I picked the Redskins, and they did cover because they were getting three. They lost by two. Uh, what was the third game? Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, Jacksonville. I was like, yeah, easy, easy That's, peasy. Yeah, that was easy. Expecting Jacksonville was getting six points on our card. Look what the hell is that about? I don't know who made this card, but thank you. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Um, but it was like the, the Arizona was giving four to the Raiders, and I was like, oh. and they were up 21-7 at one point. I was like, all right. And then Rosen started throwing interceptions. And Derek Carr got yelled at on the sidelines, and he was like, well, I guess I'll play football. <laughs> yeah, did you see that, like, exchange they had on the side? Like, obviously, it's getting blown in, like, blown up in proportion. Like, it really wasn't anything. No, it wasn't much anything. But, like, damn, like, those two were, like, really yelling at each other. Three times. Happy, yeah, it happened, like, three times. And then, like, Derek Carr came over to him and, like, pat him on the shoulder, like, love you, buddy. We're going to get a sandwich. I hate you. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Thanks, I hope you trade me. Um, oh, don't worry, I will. So, like, all I needed was Arizona to just play better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a lot of people needed, man. I'm sure. I, uh, other side sports betting. I had a feeling going into this week. I saw all the good quarterback matchups. And I'm like, damn, this is this. Dak looks like a good quarterback this week. Uh, Mariota looks like a good quarterback this week. Didn't go with them. Went with Deshaun Watson. But I didn't forget about them because I took their receivers, which got me shit. (laughs) 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 Absolute fucking garbage. (laughs) I had Corey Davis, who had two catches for 30 yards and one rush for negative one yard. Are you talking about daily fantasy? Yeah. Um. And then I had uh, fucking Amari Cooper. Had like two catches for 20 yards. God, my. Bad quarterbacks from bad. Just remember that. No my matter what the defense is. So bad. Let me tell you. Let me see here. Yes. I would have. If I, if I took a quarterback besides Deshaun Watson and then two average scoring receivers, I would have won a lot more money. I came in a 381,183rd place in one yesterday because I took Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I had Alvin Kamara, Fournette, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins. I went with Watson and Hopkins because I was like, this is it. This is the game. <laughs> nah, nah, man. And then, like, for my lower end, I took, like, D.D. Westbrook because, like, low-key in my regular fantasy, he gets, like, 12 to 13 points a week just because Doug Marones was a pussy. Yeah, scored three. 
I came, yeah, that lineup, I came in the top 1% otherwise. But because I got the 11 points from Deshaun Watson, 6 points from Cooper, 5 points from Corey Davis. And I did take the Buccaneers defense. I thought Buccaneers defense would have been a sneaky pick. I almost text you about it to try to talk me out of it, but I was so sure about it. You should have talked to me, man. Yep, uh, because I was like, man, Buccaneers defensive line can absolutely destroy Jet or Giants mm-hmm. offensive line. Yeah, well, tonight I I have in, in a primetime daily fantasy, which is the Sunday night and Monday night games. You took every player from this game and not the Sunday night game. No, I took a I took Cohen, Allen Robinson, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook did pay off. But the other two probably did pretty well. No. No, none of them did. I thought Cohen did no. pretty. Cohen didn't do pretty well. Cohen got seven points. Oh. Allen Robinson got nice points. Six point nine. Yay! And then uh, Dalvin Cook got three. But then tonight I have Pat Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, who's not going to play, Travis Kelsey in the Chiefs defense. Uh, see, I, thought- I, I picked every Chief I could under auction. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, it, I got a report from Bleacher Report that said Sammy's playing. Is he? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Pat Mahomes is going to win the well, game. No, he's he's active. That means man, Cooper Cup's down. Sammy Watkins activated. Cooper Cup. Oh man, what's the what's the stupid meme? Uh, late. Man, I feel dumb that I am creating dead air with my. Ty- Sammy activated is the end of the line, but it's. Long have we waited, Sammy activated, and there's something that's said beforehand. Okay, let's yeah, go. Whatever, wait, I'm sorry. I, that was awkward. Great. Hey. Anyway, man, 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 the Colts looking like a good football team. Oh, we're going I was back just to talk that? about it. I was just talking about before the MVP thing, but, like, actually outside of me having to, like, stand super hard for Andrew Luck, which I guess isn't hard for me to do. Um, damn, that's a good football team. Oh, here's a question for you guys, uh, segueing away. Um... Of the teams that had bye weeks this week, who won? None of them. They all lost. No, you don't think, like, it was a good time for a bye week or a team? Um, no. Because, like, all... Josh Allen's coming back to the Bills now. No, they're all sad. They're all sad they weren't playing football, so they all lost. Not Patriots. The pa- Oh, yeah, I forgot about the, yeah, the Patriots. Coming, on, coming off a tough loss. The humiliating you think loss. They handled the buy the your, best or whatever. Yeah, probably because you get, you get your bye week, you get your time to recover. Can you imagine how much water Tom Brady has drank? <laughs> like he's drank. He just he probably slept in a bathtub. He's he's, he's so fucking he's hydrated. The, he's the guy that uh, made the Facebook post a few years ago. I will drink Lake Erie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He will. Yeah, he will too. I believe it, man. I talked to that guy. I believe it. At a Hardee's. At a Hardee's where he was drinking water. Eating uh, burgers without meat. He was just looking at them. <laughs> can, can I have avocado instead of a patty? <laughs> and then instead of the patty. Well, I want an avocado instead of the patty. And then can you, instead of the bun, can I also have more avocados? As a matter of fact, just give me like three avocados. I'm just going to eat those. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say... Um, uh, I told you that Lamar Jackson would start week 11. Oh, man. And I told you that that was going to happen. You know, I, I thought this. I talked about it last week, too. I thought I was like, th- yeah, we talked because we were mentioning how Flacco all of a sudden has a phantom hip injury. Yeah. And now Lamar Jackson's their starter going forward. They uh, played Wildcat the entire game. Yep. 
They played they, not Wildcat. They played Option. They played college football. What was it yeah. twenty three uh, attempts? And Hugh yeah. Jackson has never seen college football before, so that's why the Bengals lost. <laughs> never watched a college football game in his life. Hugh Jackson's uh, cavalcade of failure is already dividends, mm-hmm. bringing out dividends for the Bengals. And now they have to go play the Browns next. And they're going to lose. Oh, my God. I want Baker to throw for, like, 406. I was hoping – I wonder if my sweater came today. You have a sweater? Oh, he did, y'all. It's the good the – I'm feeling dangerous sweater from Pat McAfee. I ordered that. It's, I like that. Yeah. It's woke up on Christmas feeling dangerous. Oh, man. You better wear that, like, every day. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> every day until Christmas, you better wear it. Even after Christmas. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Where to work. Like, just wash it March, every day. March 23rd. Yeah, well, all right. So, yeah, Lamar, with Lamar Jackson, they ran a college offense, right? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't win by a lot. No. Texas did that with Deshaun Watson last year, too. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson still flung the ball around. Lamar Jackson just didn't throw it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Deshaun threw, like, six touchdowns in the game. Right. And considering Lamar Jackson, I think. Threw the ball six times. Yeah, like, he threw the ball six times. Uh considering that the Ravens' best receiver is a deep threat. Yeah. Not yeah. looking great for I understand. their newly rebuilt offense or yeah, receiving so, core. Well, well, they also, like, spent two of their draft picks on tight ends right, which that is, were supposed to help, like, ease Lamar in. Right, which is what the Aussie Newsome patented move, drafting tight ends. Yep. Who, who is this Gus Edwards, by the way, this running back that came out of nowhere for the Ravens? I have no idea. Me either. 115 I'm, yards and a touchdown. I'm assuming he's related to Gus Johnson because they got the same first name because that's how it works. Anyway, <laughs> um, is Gus short for Gustav or Gus? I think it's uh, short for um, Gus. No, <laughs> Gustav. <laughs> I thought it was short for asparagus. That's gross. Yeah, Lamar Jackson was 13 of 19 for 150 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. Woo! They're gonna keep. They're That's gonna keep some him going though. Stuff. They want a game though, so they're gonna keep rolling with him. And also, uh, fuck Joe Flacco anyway. No, I agree. Yeah, no, 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 Joe. I, I, you needed to do this because Lamar Jackson is their like starter next year. Joe but. Flacco was not winning the Ravens football games at the beginning of this season. Did you see? Speaking of the Ravens, okay. So there was a moment in that game where Lamar Jackson is in shotgun, right, playing quarterback. Not really playing quarterback. <laughs> And um, split out wide was RG3. Oh, yeah, I saw this. And they ran a fake sweep to RG3. Like, RG3 just ran in motion with the fake jet sweep, the, the Kansas City-Los Angeles Rams special that now everybody does, right? <laughs> so they did that play. RG3 has nothing to do with the play. All he does is move. And I think Lamar hands it off to, like, the running back. Dude, RG3 ran off the sideline like they scored a touchdown that he threw. Like, he was like, <laughs> he, he was so he, pumped. L- RG3 was pumped. Like, he was like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Uh, a little bit, of, little bit of breaking news that I didn't get to add into the W report. Uh, Jimmy Graham is reportedly testing out multiple splints in practice this week, and he's going to try to play through his broken thumb that he got on Thursday. Ooh, we're still sleeping on him. That's a big deal. <laughs> So is Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy been, sleeping been on sleep, Jimmy. Sleeping on himself. I mean, he's he's been okay. This is, I, 
I said it. I fucking said it. This is what Green Bay does every year. They go and sign a big name tight end. I uh, this is going to help Aaron. It's a big name tight end. That's what we need. We need a big name tight end. Then Aaron doesn't throw the fucking ball to the big name tight end because it's not a fucking deep threat all the way down the fucking field. Yeah. I thought it would because be Aaron different. does nothing but play selfishly and look for the big play instead of trying to extend the thing because he won't take the goddamn chip off his shoulder that everybody's now saying that like oh yeah the fucking they were 49ers were wrong like they should have taken Aaron yeah we get that now we understand you can stop now you don't need to try to prove yourself every fucking play Tom Brady does he does that though Tom Brady still got the chip on his shoulder. But he succeeds. He's and co- he, he's coachable. He doesn't play selfishly. And he's coachable. And he doesn't play selfishly. And he yeah. has the tight end that you don't have to sleep on. He, you ever see Aaron Rodgers throw a block like Tom Brady fucking does? I don't think I've ever not seen Aaron Rodgers throw a life. block. No, not in your goddamn life. Tom Brady, when he hands that ball off and he needs to make a block, he's fucking in there. He, he will... doesn't uh, he usually doesn't he usually gets thrown onto his ass. Right, but, but. he will die for Sonny Michelle. <laughs> he stands He stands his teammates. Aaron Rodgers, he'll hand the ball off and run like a little pussy bitch boy. Well, he does have like a broken leg. I really do not fucking care. <laughs> Damn! Let's, it's time to start winning football games. I'm tired of this shit. Let's stand in the fucking pocket and eat the sack before you dump it off because it's not the fucking big play. And then if I get hurt, oh, well, people will have that on my career as an asterisk. Like, imagine how good he would have been if he got to play all those games. He did that last year already. Corey doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. No, I, he's the greatest co- quarterback talent we've ever seen. He just has the worst personality ever. <laughs> he's, he's, he's making horrible decisions. Yeah. It's like he has – Down the line. It's almost like you can't have the best of both worlds. Like, my God, man, Aaron Rodgers was blessed – with unforeseen talent. Yeah. And he just doesn't... He's, he's been blessed with a crew of excellent rookies. He's 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 got a great receiving core together. Aaron with some Jones. great names. Oh, excellent names. Excellent names. Equinemius St. Brown, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Damn, man. Like, there's some... And, and Aaron, they finally giving Aaron Jones the ball. And, wow. He is freed. Wow. Aaron Jones is freed. And, wow, lo and behold, he's still averaging almost six yards a carry. It was really nice That's to really see him. stupid. Like, we talked about, I, like, brought up, you brought up Todd Gurley. Aaron Jones, like, he's like, wow, Todd Gurley's averaging five yards. Aaron Jones averages six yards a carry. And it took them until this point in the season to be like, you know what? Let's give him the ball. Let's give him the ball. <laughs> maybe we should put. Maybe we should. You shouldn't go 50-50 split snaps with Jamal. You know, maybe he shouldn't. You know, because he can't pass block. You know. You know, you know how many yards Small Williams averages? Oh, you're gonna tell me. Two. <laughs> but together, that's eight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Quick math. No, together, that's three. Damn it. Four. It's four. Four. It's four. I'm it's four. Mad. I'm mad at that team. God, I didn't want to talk about the fucking Packers. No, this week. I want to. Because right. I said at the beginning of the week, get ready for some Aaron Rodgers hot takes. No, it's fine. No, I I agree with you though. I, like I'm a, I'm a big fucking Packers fan. Love me some Aaron Rodgers. But goddamn, is he? It it's time, dude. Give it up. Start Play, being- Start playing actual football. Stop. Stop. It, it's it's not the Aaron Rodgers show anymore. Start you're now being- you're you are the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. I can't believe you're blaming him. It is his fault. Oh my God! No, There's no, no! It so is many plays 100% that you can watch. His fucking fault. 
He lost us that Seattle game on Thursday. He did. None of of the pieces around him fucked that game up. Aaron Rodgers fucked that game up. He could not fucking do anything with the ball in the second, second half. Nothing. Nothing. Seattle defense is not what it used to be. It's not that great. You also kind of walked up and down the field on them in the first half. Yeah. It's easy. Complete the big, incredible... What was is, the, that, is that maybe because when, when the Packers are up, they don't make adjustments? Yeah. Okay, we, have to, we also have to make... We also have to remember... That happens a the, lot. Because these things don't change week to week. Mike McCarthy still essentially doesn't have a playbook. Right. Because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so Aaron Rodgers is going to try to figure it out himself. Right. So, it still falls on the concept of, like, Mike McCarthy literally doesn't have, like, an offensive game plan going into games. You know, he needs to uh, not. Because Aaron Rodgers is hard to coach, and Aaron Rodgers will get pissy if you try to tell him what to do. If it's not a fucking... I think... I think at this point... down the field. I think at this point, it is time to let McCarthy go. You want to talk about the future? Did it start, though? I think think this year kind of stopped, like... Tumbled out of control when they fired his quarterback coach for no damn reason. Yeah, and he was pissed about it. And, That's, he, was mad, and he was really I mad I think that about was the it. final straw, and now it's probably it. Like, McCarthy is probably no longer a coach, Green Bay Packers coach. After this year, he probably goes to the Browns. Which I don't think that's – Mike McCarthy hasn't been hasn't had to he, – He's going to – He had to run an offense. Right, he hasn't had to run an offense because – Well, now it's getting to the point where, like, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Like, you, you need an offensive game plan. You can't just throw it on his shoulders anymore. He's getting too old. He's getting too hurt. It's time. It's time to to, to make a system. Mm-hmm. Systems work. Who should they get? Green Bay. Who should the head coach of Green Bay be? I know. Whoever the offensive coordinator is for Kansas City. Not again. Who's the, who's the <laughs> offensive coordinator for Kansas City right now? I don't know, man. <laughs> Pat Mahomes. Pat, yeah, Pat Mahomes. Pat's going to retire from playing quarterback. He's going to go be the offensive coordinator for Green so Bay. he can coach Aaron. Can you imagine? That'd be he amazing. Him coaching Aaron? Aaron would tell him to go fuck himself. He, he would. would. Aaron's he would. got the big ego boy. Are you ready for uh, – Pat would just be like, man, I'm just trying I mean, to have they, some ketchup They on need state. somebody who's going to put Aaron Rodgers' ego in check. He's Are stuck in Green Bay. Are you ready for the – Unless Peyton. he wants to fucking retire. Are you ready for the Peyton Manning Green Bay Packers? God damn it. God fucking damn it. I'll start I'll have to hate them. You don't understand that, right? I'll have to hate them. I'll I'll have Are to hate them. Are you with us on the hate Peyton Manning train? Yeah, I, I never liked Peyton Manning. Oh my boy, this is why you're my friend. He's a false prophet. <laughs> false prophet. Well, yeah, he, we don't talk about him in the Church of Football Pope. He's a false prophet. He's- he lord he lord the first quarterback. He's the snake the... at the Garden of Eden. Yeah, he lords the Manning fr- is the snake at the Garden of Eden. <laughs> he, he, wait, wait, if we're oh man, if we're gonna do this, Vince Lombardi is like football god. Sure. All right, football pope is Scott Hansen. Do we make him football? No, pope? he's not. <laughs> Scott Hansen's like the guy. choir boy. Oh yeah, this a, who did we make football pope? I can't even remember. We he's, just he's the priest. We didn't name. Oh, the football pope is um Jim Brown. All right, the football pope is Jim Brown, and uh, who, who is our who? who Hanson gives uh, the sermons. Who's our Adam and Eve? Who did who did uh, Adam and Eve? Um, Adam <laughs> is. Let's see, I can do this. 
we're so we're establishing that okay, so we have Vince Lombardi as God, yeah. right? So God, <laughs> God which came Lombardi. after the creation of his own universe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Vince yeah, yeah. Lombardi is football God. He ascended. He takes out his lung. No, no, oh no, no. He he He's... breathes some dust and then appears. Oh, um, well, if we're sticking, okay, well then let's make it since it's Vince Lombardi, we'll make it um Brett Favre. <laughs> he breathes some dust and Brett Favre appears. Right. Um, and then instead of a lung, he, he we take half we take one pant leg of Brett Favre's Wranglers mm-hmm. <laughs> and who becomes Eve? Mike Holmgren. <laughs> Mike Holmgren. <laughs> no, no. Peyton Man. Wait, no no no, not him. I scratched that. Whoever the girl was that Brett Favre sent his penis to. <laughs> Whoever that is. So Peyton Manning gets this girl (laughs) to eat the forbidden fruit. Which which is... Receive the forbidden text. Which the forbidden fruit of this religion is Domino's. Domino's? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Papa John's. It's Papa John's. (laughs) He gets her to eat a piece of Papa John's pizza. And it it creates the first ever sin... Which was that what's this? Uh, what's what's this church called? So I could title the episode. What's this church called? What's this football? The Church, church of Lombardi. <laughs> okay. Or Lombardiism. Lombardiism. No, I like the Church of Lombardi. The Church of Lombardi. All right. Church of Lombardi. That's there, there's your episode so, title. So yeah. So wait, wait, what did you say the uh, forbidden fruit was? It was Papa, Papa John's. John's. All right. So she eats some Papa John's. So Lombardi says, "Man." Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. Fuck you. We kicked that bu- shit out in, in the, the Bible. Of, of this religion we're making. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. He kicks them out of Akron. <laughs> or Canton. Canton. It kicks them out of Canton, Ohio. <laughs> the cradle of life, Canton, they, Ohio. They have to, uh, on foot, make their way to Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Hand in hand. There they free. They jump into a Buick Verano. <laughs> Along the way, um, what, 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 if we're just meshing shit together here. A burning bush. The voice of Lombardi comes out of a burning bush. Oh man! Can I add something real fast? Yeah, go for it. Teddy Roosevelt is the Moses. Why? <laughs> because he saved football. I'm down with that. Oh, he did. So along the way, Teddy Roosevelt listens to Lombardi through a burning bush to help save football from the soccer overlords. Back before they were even throwing the football, uh, there was an annual Harvard-Yale game, uh, which Teddy had a son go to one of the I, – I can't remember. I think it was Harvard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they were basically just – battlefield bloodbaths at the time people just like in 19 a lot of people died like yeah. 1904 like alone there was like 18 deaths mm-hmm. and like 160 serious injuries uh and the harvard yale game was like pretty much the super bowl the ohio state michigan game whatever you want to call it right, right right uh because it was just a it was just a college game at the time uh it got so bad that the they basically banned the Harvard Yale game from happening because of the amount of injuries and like targeting and all the shit that happened. Wait, who banned it? Like the just the colleges? Just the colleges? Okay, so 
the bur- the voice of Lombardi through a burning goalpost talks to Teddy Roosevelt that he needs to save football yep. <laughs> from the up, universities. So he comes up with the ten. Uh, <laughs> he comes up with the, uh, the ten, ten football coming. The, 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 the ten encroachments. The fir- no, the first and ten. The first. Oh my god! <laughs> he comes up with the first. That's and why ten. you need to get ten yards to get a first That's down. That's why you football. need to get ten a yards yard for every <laughs> commandment. <laughs> oh my! Oh. Yeah, the, and the, this is the longest off the rails segment we've ever had. Part the. Field. Part the green sea. <laughs> Part the green sea. That, at, that's why. That's why it's a hundred yards because we need to be able to part it at the fifty in the center. There needs to be a, an even number. Right. That's how long. That's how long. That's actually how far it is from Green Bay to Akron. Just a hundred yards. From <laughs> <laughs> Canton. I'm sorry. That's how far it is. It took them forty. Look years. it up on a map. It took them forty years to make the travel. They crawled. Yeah, at some point <laughs> it took them. At some point, eight uh, make the everybody. <laughs> at some point, everybody wanted to meet Lombardi, so they tried to make really tall goalposts, build them really high, that, so they could, so could climb up and see him. Climb up and see him, and Lombardi wasn't having it, so he retconned the NFL championships, and that's why Super Bowl started. <laughs> Is this about Peyton Manning? <laughs> I don't. Anymore. We started about Peyton Manning being the snake in the Garden of Eden. Hey, Justin, where can they find this podcast? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are we done talking about football? I don't football? know. I'm just trying to. Man, we're like, this train crashed. People are dead. Like, <laughs> normally we just like go down the wrong track and it takes yeah, like, so, three hours. Yeah, so your plane crashed and you're dead, but I know you have at least one movable arm. So I want you to take that arm and reach into your phone pocket and open it up. And then I want you to go on either, either podcast service that you're using. There's, there's multiple different ones we're on. Go to open that shit up. Make sure you make sure you uh, subscribe to us, whatever you're listening to us on. And then open up your handy-dandy Twitter app. If you don't have Twitter, what's wrong with you? Huh? 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 I know you're about to huh? die because... Huh? What's wrong with you? We killed you. Oh, wow. Well, we did. You, we we crashed the plane. We we're crashing them. this plane. All right. It's a nice into little... A, into a train that goes off the rails. That's right. Open up your little candy day Twitter app. Search at F-A-D-P-O-D. Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D? Yeah. And then you go ahead and follow <laughs> us there. And then after that, close that out. Open up your Facebook app. Do the same thing, F-A-D-P-O-D. Did you again say F-A-D-P-O-D? Yeah. What if I did the right thing and uninstalled my Facebook app? Then don't just don't follow us on Facebook. Don't worry about it. Okay. Is FadPod backwards uh, dop-daf? Dop-daf? Dop-daf. I hate it. I hate you. Anyway... <laughs> Can Make sure you like, Dop subscribe, Dap? follow us on everything. Shoot us. Don't ever hesitate to shoot us some comments on Twitter or Facebook. Let us know what you thought about the show. Any comments, concerns, etc. We do read them. Every single time. Unless they're like mean and you disagree with us, then we block you. No, I just I'll, I'll just respond to them and go fuck themselves. We're it's, small enough that I could do that right now. That's Ooh, that's awesome. Later on though, nah, I'll just block them. Man, you, get... can't ta- you can't take constructive criticism about your hot takes? No, I, mean, I can take constructive criticism. The criticism's not constructive. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking putting on the gloves and going in. So, um, now that we've crashed a plane into a train and ran it off the rails, we need to pay some uh, repair fees. There's some broken things. We need to fix them. 
Yeah, we have uh, we have bills. We, we, we have we have some new sound we equipment we need to get. You want to help us get that equipment? Want to help make the podcast sound better? Go to patreoncom slash uh, fadpod. R two dpod. Yeah. Our two patrons, uh, angry. Who is our? What's it? The super fatty. He's the super fatty at the he, ten dollar level. He gets to uh, <laughs> he gets to listen to all of our sound checks prior to recording and any bonus content we make when we want to make bonus episodes like maybe one day i'm feeling really passionate about something i want to yell about it maybe i'll record it and put it in as a super fatty fatty fad uh or any of us that want to talk about shit or anything um angriest is a bills fan we can't couldn't talk about him today that's why i was trying to bring up the buy stuff earlier well yeah. uh aren't, weren't the niners on buy too yeah, yeah that's what i was about to everybody was to. on buy that over patrons who are fans of? So usually, we talk about their teams. Bills it, does have a pretty soft schedule coming up. I like Bills' schedule, yeah, and you have Josh Allen coming back. And he next puts week. the team yeah, on his well back. Josh too. Allen coming back. As long as you're the over back. the, as long as you get him over the fifty, he'll get you over the goal line. The era of Matt yep. Barkley has ended. That's right. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> and then yeah, <laughs> fuck him. Anyway, <laughs> I can't believe we actually got to do them. Like all, we didn't plan that. Like all four of us actually stopped and were quiet. That was. Insane. I was trying to find something snide to say, and you couldn't. No. Nope. Wow. I Matt, mean, like, Matt Barkley is that much of an anomaly, right? I mean, what, what do you what, say about what him? more insulting thing could you say about Mar- Matt Barkley's career than Matt Barkley's career? <laughs> it's true. At least he wasn't Nathan Peterman. But yeah, go to Patreon.com. Subscribe to us anywhere. Tears. The uh, five dollar tier. The five dollar tier. The big fatty. Yeah. Which is our friend Tom. Baronon, he's a 49ers fan and memes. They were also on by. Also on by. He memes all the time that Nick Mullins is the future now. He he, he might He does be. like to meme that. Um also there were reports um by another one of our friends that is a Niners fan that the 49ers are heavily considering trying to go after Le'Veon Bell and using both him and McKinnon as complimentary backs to extend their careers. So um That would be sick. With Garoppolo and Mullins, dual quarterback, what we talked about earlier. Woo! The future of the NFL is now. Mullins comes in on all the short weeks. Mm-hmm. Like when they play on Monday, then got to play Sunday, or they got to play a Thursday game. Those are the games Mullins starts. And he prepares for them all year long. God. They never Damn. lose. That's amazing. And then there's the $1 tier where, you know. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where you tell us that you love us and we love you too but yeah I just want to give a little update about what we want to do with the money that you that the two patrons are giving us right now I, I don't I like to be completely transparent um, as soon as we get to it should be next month I think we might have enough to get some boom stands and work on that I want to get some new cables again I mean these are old cables I thought we were gonna um, go to Vegas and gamble all the Patreon money away I'm sorry I was ready to put all of our Patreon money down on a 10-team bet this week. I No. <laughs> I thought we were going to spend it on chicken. That's the, At some point, it will be used on chicken. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I need to get – I have two boom stands. I need two more. I don't want to use them right now because I like everybody using the same kind of thing. Boom stands will make this thing easier. Better sound cables will make it so that uh, it's not kind of weird. Like, these cables are old and – some of them have some weird nuances that I'm trying to work through. And and it doesn't come out right every week. That's why sometimes you'll hear, like, somebody's quieter than somebody else. And just the way everything detects makes it really strange. It just happens. Normally, we're pretty good. Normally, we're pretty good. I do my best to balance the sound. I have experience. But uh, it'll be easier in general for me if we get new cables. 
but it's not a top priority. I think the the boom stands are the top priority. Make just us talking into the mics easier because of the way these microphones are. All right, boo. Man, I just want to give you all a quick update on where we are for what we want to do with y'all's money. Thank you very much for subscribing. I appreciate and love all of you. Our views keep going up too. Like not even just like Patreon, just like our views. Yeah, keep they're doing pretty up. well. We're, we're doing, we're we're doing getting, all right. We're at, we actually get some hits an episode now. We joked at the beginning. That we'd get like five hits, and now we have like seven hits an episode. So we're getting up there. Great. Anyway, that'll be it for us here on Football After the Dark Time. Do we have anything else we want to say before Any we go? Any closing remarks? Who do you guys think is going to win tonight? Tonight. Rams. Super ten, Bowl preview. We'll happened go, we'll 12 go, times in the past. We'll go through it real quick. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. Um, oh. the, the Rams... We'll probably not be able to stop Kareem Hunt. Uh, their corners not doing too well either. I think I just think the Rams' defense will cave to the very good, very creative Chiefs' offense. It will be a high-scoring game, but the Chiefs will take it over top. Nine to six, Rams. Jesus fucking Christ. I knew someone was going to be the contrarian. Defense is not good enough. <laughs> someone someone was going to go. No, I, I I, kind of can totally see the 9-6 to six because everyone's hyping this up. They're going to score a million points tonight. It's going to be insane. When that happens, you get the defenses to show up out of nowhere. Because the defenses are hearing that. Exactly. And they're, and they're even more motivated to be like, wow, man, no one thinks that we can actually play against this team. Both teams have really good defensive players. Not like as a whole. It's just got like again we we give up a lot of yardage, but we have for somehow we have amazing uh, pass coverage and a really good pass rush. Mm-hmm. Which team wants it more? I mean, it's you're you're playing against it's literally like outside of a preseason game. It's the most non consequential game you're going to play all season because it's a fucking out of out of conference game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my worry with the game is. I mean, I as I've seen a couple times when uh, Pat's been in primetime, he play he starts because he's young. He's kind of technically a rookie still. We call him second year, but he's technically playing out a rookie thing. He gets antsy early. It happened Sunday night against the Broncos, or that was Monday night Monday against night. the Broncos. It happened Sunday night in Foxborough. Uh, it even happened in the Bengals game for a little bit, but I mean the Bengals are trashed here, so they reined it in a little more. And that was a home game, so I think it makes it easier. All the other primetime games, they've been on the road, and they're on the road again tonight in LA. And I think he like gets a little too hyped up for it. He overthrows a couple passes early. I don't think it'll be consequential enough. As if, as we're moving on, Mahomes is getting more comfortable. If at any, here's here's my prediction for the game. If at any point, if at any point in the game, one of the two teams leads by more than seven, the game is over. I can. I... It is. It is the exact same thing that happened to the Chiefs when they played the Patriots, and it is the exact same thing that happened to the Rams when they played the Saints. The Rams gave this the Saints extra possessions because they didn't score, and the Chiefs gave the Patriots extra possessions because they didn't score, and the Chiefs and the Rams lost both of those games. These are the two best offenses that they have. Each of them have faced since those two respective games. So, if I if that happens at any point, if the Chiefs get up by more than seven, like if the Chiefs go down, score a touchdown, and the Rams don't answer, 
and then the Chiefs get the ball back and then score again, game's over. If the Rams do that, then the game's over. Hey, you know it doesn't matter, though? By the time this is uploaded and everybody listens to it, the game will already be over. Thank you. I love you. Nope. No. I'm going to upload it right now. It'll be up at about... It'll be up at about 7.45. Shut up. You're so wrong. You're wrong. Ha, got 25 to 1 touchdown-interception ratio. Ah!